Hello, welcome to Talking Slip. It's the football betting podcast uh, with your two favourite comedians, of course. My name is Callum Ross, and as ever, I am joined by the wonderful, the fantastic Lee Hudson. Lee, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. The sun's shining. It's Friday. Yeah, good. Shine- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's, it's fucking boiling. I'm loving it at the moment. Um, how's uh, how's your head? You put some sun cream on it. I'm probably going to need to when I when I finally venture out, yeah, for my daily allocated uh, exercise. That was a uh, classic uh, roast uh, on a podcast that you can't see. That's the type of uh, humor we do here on Top of Slip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, if you haven't seen this before, if you've listened to this before, um, Talk of Slip, we are two comedians that just absolutely love football. And we basically talk about football all the time. And we decided that basically gets turned this into a podcast and we pick every week some betting tips we feel can come through um last week how did you do lee any of your tips come in no i think they pretty much all went to shit um i was only one game off on my safety um was it my safety um actually no i think they all went completely to to rash it to be honest um <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, no, it was it, it was one game on the safety. It was Atletico Madrid. So I had MK Dons to beat Northampton, which came in, Sutton to beat Worldstone, Sporting to beat Porto Manense. Then I just needed Atletico Madrid to beat Levante. Um and yeah, them losing 2-0 was a fucking travesty. Yeah, man, that was that was out of nowhere as well. Because Levante what like bottom bottom of the league, bottom of the liga. So I feel like could been, yeah, I feel like could have been doing really well. And then, yeah, absolutely out of nowhere, he's lost 2-0. So that fucked yeah, me as absolute well. Absolute coupon buster. Yeah, man. Um, I did nearly win, like, midweek, I, I put like a 30p bet on and nearly won a 400 to 1 absolute blinder where I uh, actually, like, um, for once predicted Ross County to beat Selwick for the second time, which is incredible. And... Uh, at 10 to 1 and all the the whole the cumulative is 400 to 1 I, but I got West Ham to beat Tottenham in there and then I was uh, I had a, I think the one that let me down was Aston Villa both teams to score and for them to win and obviously that didn't happen so um, speaking of Celtic though we have a special guest on um, is a fantastic hilarious comedian Patrick Bridgman who is a Celtic fan so I thought I'd just get Patrick on to talk about Celtic Pat how you doing man? Hi, hi everyone. My name's Patrick and I've been three years since I touched the betting slip. <laughs> so I just thought we'd bring you on to bring you back into the... Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. C- congratulations on your Ross County bet. Thanks, man. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's, having the bet, not... it's the bet half of Scotland made. <laughs> uh, a lot of people in Scotland are very rich now, thanks to every Celtic result over the past four months being awful. <laughs> yeah, that and uh, Dogecoin. Um, I've heard uh, amazing man. Um, so you're a huge Celtic fan. Um, yeah, what... yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the biggest. The biggest. Uh... The biggest. No one's a bigger Celtic fan than me. Not even the Pope's as big a Celtic fan as me. It's good. So I wasn't a slight in your way either, man. I was just I was talking about how no, much no, you no. Love oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I, I should have known from the intro that this is a roasty podcast. Uh, no, it's it's not usually. I'm just very nervous for your presence, man. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah. Huge Celtic fan. I've been to the stadium at least four times, so not seven <laughs> times. It's a d- different country, mate. Uh, and because I do not pay for Celtic TV because it's ludicrous. Uh, I've, I've, yeah. 
Why do you support I'm... Celtic? Because you're not, you're not. Well, from... it came from what well, I love. It came from a dad who supports Celtic. Because uh, he's Scottish. And... <laughs> yeah, well, Scottish Catholic. So we got to support them, really. It's either yeah. that or Hibs, right? Mm. One of the green I followed ones. them for quite a while, um, and then it was just um, yeah, it just became part of, became part of the supporters club in London, the West Five Supporters Club. Uh, been to tons of games. Just fell in love with the club, really. It just had, you know, huge tradition. It's just, I don't know. It's your first club. You don't really change club once you get one. Yeah. I remember I mean, one time asking my dad if I could support Manchester United, and he nearly gave me a slap. <laughs> Fair enough. Just like, why are you supporting Man United? And I remember it was just because they were top of the league, of the English league at the time. <laughs> well, like that's six or seven. It's literally why everyone supports Man United, unless you're from Manchester. So, yeah, I understand. Well, that's the only football kit you could get in Dubai. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. That's why in South Korea they still have uh, Jisung Park t-shirts, even though it's twenty twenty-one. Yeah, Jisung Park shirts. Yeah, there are people in Malawi that have like Eto Barcelona shirts. Yeah, now they <laughs> now they have to uh, support Tottenham. It's awful for them, for Son. Anyway, um, what what do you think about the sacking of Lennon? Do you think it was? Due? Uh, it's uh, yeah, it was yeah. What what what's overdue, man? <laughs> we should never have been in this position because what happened was we had a good run with Brendan Rodgers who uh, came to Celtic a few years back to prove that he wasn't an absolute joke, right? Yeah. And we had his first season with us was an unbeaten season. We won six, t- six trophies in a row, seven trophies in a row. Uh, and then he left for Leicester. Uh, now all the Celtic fan base hates him because he's a snake, right? Uh, and he is a snake, and I hope he's shot dead in front of his family. But, <laughs> but this is football, right? It's the Premier League. We're not, we can never compete with Premier League money, right? Leicester just won the title two years previous, up and coming. It was a project for him, just like Celtic was a project for him. So he left mid-season. And the only one who seemed to want the job was Neil Lennon on a sort of temporary basis. He finishes Rogers' work, gets us the league and gets us the Scottish Cup. So we have the triple treble. And uh, the head of Celtic, Peter Law, says, we didn't even ask anyone else if they wanted the job. We just gave it to Neil Lennon. Uh, And that was the start of the sort of downfall and sort of complacency. Last season, we won the league with 13 points to spare, but that was because the league was cancelled early due to COVID. They just said, all right, we'll just stop it here and Celtic have won it. Yeah. If the league had continued on, I think we would have won it, but I think it would have been not that margin. Yeah, yeah. And this comes to our banter season, where Neil (laughs) Lennon has been wrong with every single choice he's made. Mm. Uh, It started with a Champions League tie against uh, Ferran Cerevos. Massive underdogs. It's only one leg because of COVID. You can't travel because of COVID at this time, unless it's for uh, Champions League qualification. Just one leg at home at Celtic Park. We lose 2-1 and we don't start a striker. And we just sort of goes down to this point. I mean, he should have been sacked a long time ago, but I don't think he was willing to go under just a lot of changes. And now we're going now a lot of the boards are changing. We're going to get a director of football in. Um, he should have been gone a long time ago. This is a guy who was sacked by Hibbs and by Bolton, and he was supposed to deliver us 10 titles in a row. I don't understand <laughs> what the logic is there. <laughs> this guy uh, is a rampaging nicotine addiction. He's already he's too snus on the touchline. Do you think it was snus- a case of you were like just banking on Gerard being shit at Rangers? We were banking that Gerard being shit yeah. and uh, for the prestige of 10 titles in a row to be enough. Yeah, and I was like, no, you need to sort of you know train the players. You need to motivate them. Just like, hey, you'll be reckless. Half the 
fucking people don't support Celtic. What do they care? <laughs> what, I mean, why, why the fuck would they care about 10 in a row? Let me ask you this. Do you think Gerard is a good manager or do you just think Lennon is, is an awful manager? Uh, <laughs> as with most questions, Callum, Gerard is a shit manager. No, <laughs> he's had the same squad for a number of years. He's learned how to use them. He's sort of learned how to control them for a bit. Last year, they got into big trouble in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, they had a big falling out. And because Celtic needs to be better than everywhere, we went to Dubai this year and had a big piss-up during COVID, during a global pandemic. Fair so enough. One of our players, right, this is rumour, uh, our Irish defender, uh, Duffy. No, is it Duffy? Shane Duffy? Yeah. Shane Duffy, yeah, the Bright- ex-Brighton captain. Ex-Brighton, Shane Duffy, right, who we, who, who we signed on loan from Brighton uh, for 50k a week, right? We're paying his entire wage. We can't afford it. Mm. We, we basically signed him just because he was Irish, because he's really staunch Irish Republican. That's all we wanted. We just want a big, dumb fucking Irish cunt. <laughs> we got him in Shane Duffy. And he turned out to be a big, dumb Irish cunt because he goes to Dubai, he breaks curfew, and has to get sent home on a public flight. Apparently, he's been DMing OnlyFans models uh, during <laughs> games. Fair and, enough. Uh, who, he's at fault for maybe 50% of our goals this season. <laughs> Wow. Have, you, um, have you got any, like, saleable assets in your squad still? Because that's one thing I know, like, the last few years, you've always had, like, a couple of players that would just go on to do great yeah. things in better leagues uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, one of them was uh, Olivia and Cham, who went to Zenit. Uh, was it Zenit? No, it went to Marseille in January. Mm. He was linked for... with a bunch of Premier League clubs, wasn't he? Yeah, he went, to Mar- he went to Marseille only for Andre Villas-Boas go, I don't want this guy. I never wanted him. Well, that was part of his... Um, well, and Villas-Boas walked out, didn't he, I think, on that basis yeah, yeah. as well. But current sellable assets, uh, Odson Edouards is our yeah. striker who plays for the French uh, youth teams. Uh, yeah. He's an incredible player. Hmm. And he would just turn on a 20 minutes a match for us and then we'll just... That's how we win games now, which is pathetic that he's not motivated enough to play for 90. But I think that's less down to him, more down to the club at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's our main asset at the moment. And we're hoping for about 20 minutes for him. The other one is Christoph Ayer, the centre-back. Yeah, yeah. He's Decent. been playing football since he was 15. And he he captained his club at 17, you know, the club we bought him from. Wow. So he's a motivator and he's a good defender. And he knows how to play football. He's a very intelligent player. Um, hopefully, we can sell Scott Brown for, I don't know, organs. Or... <laughs> Scientific research, <laughs> yeah, a COVID swab. How's um, yeah, yeah. How, how's Mo El Yanusi done for you guys? Because I'm a Saints fan, he's obviously still well, yeah, technically owned by us. But <laughs> yeah, we wasted a bunch of money on him, and then none of the managers who have been in charge since he's been at the club have liked him. Have just farmed him out. Yeah, he's been he's been good for us actually. Um, it's not he's not the classiest of player, but he's been scoring and getting assists in. But he's yeah. not starting for us either, really. He must have some attitude problem. Mm. Nobody seems to like him, as you said, Lee. Uh, and one of the things this season that we were excited about, because we signed this guy from West Ham, a Yeti, who he played with at Basel. And all the Basel fans were going, oh, they're like twins. They know where each other are. They're perfect for each other. And yeah. now Basel fans are just laughing. That's what gullible dickheads we are. <laughs> <laughs> we have that. Uh, but he's just on loan with us, El Yanusi, so I, we can't make any money. Yeah. Uh, another one will be... Maybe Ryan Christie, if we sell him to a Premier League club, I don't think anyone's interested. Mm. Uh, McGregor's not going to leave. 
Uh, we sold uh, Jeremy Frimpong, who is a young right back we bought from Man City for about 400k. We sold him for 8 million, I believe, to the Germans. That's good profit. Um, but he's uh, he could turn into a great right back, but not at Celtic because we don't have the resources to treat, train him how to you know cross a ball. <laughs> so who who do you think uh, who's going to be the replacement manager, or who do you want to be the replacement manager first of all? Who I want, I don't know. I don't think it's. I think we do need to look at sort of European leagues where there has been a team that's someone who's won titles. Okay. Like the Romanian league, Belarusian league, Czech leagues, you know, something like that. Someone who knows what it's like to win and get people over the finishing line. Okay. Because I think the pressure at a club like Celtic is immense. I don't think people realise that. The media on you every day. Yeah. Uh, because they don't care about 10 of the clubs in the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, Goldfish Bowl. Well, yeah, exactly. So it needs to be someone who can take that pressure. Um, it also really depends. It has to be someone with a, a tactical mindset and can sort of lay back, because we're getting the director of football in, mm. and we don't know what his plan's going to be, and he's going to be running the show. Yeah. If we get someone too strong-willed in now, the director of football models are going to fall apart, and the manager will go within the year. So, so yeah, this is a, there's a few. Just looking at the uh, the odds, here, there's a few interesting choices that could be manager. So I'll walk you through these. So uh, there's some of my favourites here. Jack Ross, I think. Jack he's... Ross, yeah. I mean, once again, we're li- he's not a bad manager by any means, but we are linked with him because he's Scottish. Yeah, I mean, and he's and he's beating you. So he he yeah, did yeah. He well, did do an absolutely terrible. Point. He did a terrible job at Sunderland, though. But then, who hasn't? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and then, <laughs> speaking of terrible jobs elsewhere, uh, Roy King is also in in for that. Right, right, right. Roy King. <laughs> Roy King must never become manager of my club. Yeah, Roy King. I've read his book, and if he wants, if he wants a job in manager managing a club ever again, he should destroy every copy of that book. <laughs> So he's twenty five to one. He's twenty five to one, but I mean that he he's probably got the suit ironed and he's ready for the interview because mm. apparently he's interviewed for the job before. Is um, second, is, is Kennedy still the favourite? Because I saw he yeah. like purely from being the caretaker, he was yeah. The favorite, he'll be but... he's two to one still. Yeah, he's he's two to one um, average, but you can get slightly better odds at uh, ten over three uh, for Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and other interesting ones. Martin O'Neill at eight to one. <laughs> no, no, we've passed it, man. Passed yeah, it. We haven't before, and his football's not good, and he spends a lot of money. And then Frank Lampard at eight to one, but you know, obviously they Frank Lampard and Jared in the same league, they can't play together, so that won't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, and p- people are saying eight to one is ridiculous. Frank Lampard is never going to sell it. I've people tell can't like, see it. Th- do you think he's going to get a massive wage drop just to be, have a re- rivalry with Gerard? No way. Mm. Absolutely no way. And he so doesn't have the budget to sign Mason Mount. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You have to bring Mason with him, right? Yeah. yeah, I saw Mark so, Hughes linked, which would should be terrifying for anyone. To see him yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, is he? Oh my god, Thierry the wrong, the wrong Welsh striker died. That's brilliant. Uh, Terry Henry. Oh, fucking hell. Gordon. Uh, I mean, that would be, that would, I mean, we could get money in for him and splash out, but I think he's been proven to be a very bad manager in his two spells in the mm-hmm. US. Yeah. And Monaco as well. Who's given the Monaco job? Yeah, he, he flopped hard there. They were going yeah. through 
quite a lot of changes. They just lost all their money, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, by all accounts, from everything I heard, he was still very bad at his job. Yeah. Even but with everything, was... you were still bad, Terry. <laughs> but like he, um, he was linked with Bournemouth, and apparently he was going to go for it. But Montreal refused to release him from his contract, and then he just cancelled his contract like a week later, saying family reasons. But Bournemouth had already given Woodgate the job by then, which is oh, right. Yeah, a real bizarre set of circumstances. So if I had to push you, Pat, I know you don't bet because you're a good Catholic boy, but if you did bet... Um... <laughs> also, Terry Henry could never be at a club that has any Irish connection. That's due true. That, no. Due to the handball. Yeah, due absolutely. Handball, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, who would who would be your pick if, if you had to? Uh, if I had to... Um... Uh, this, there's one name that is linked, and I do think he would do a job, but it would be taken away from the Scotland job is Steve Clark. Yeah, well, he's five to one. That's yeah, one. he's five to one. That might be a shout. Um, one thing, uh, because he grew up in the same neighborhood as my dad, Steve Clark, at Salkers. Hmm. And apparently, his, our families know each other, the distant relatives. All right, okay. And he apparently, he would never take the job. Insider trading. Did you hear that, listeners? We have insider trading here. Apparently, he would never. This is through distant talk through various Scottish people, <laughs> off of whom I've not met. Fair enough. That the, the strain would be too much in his family and he wouldn't take the Celtic job. Wow. Wow. It's got to be. So the, that would be big, a good idea. For us, for you know, for even it's even more strain than the Scotland job, the Celtic job. That's how high pressured it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, because you're expected to win, aren't you? No matter what. You're expected you... to win. And I mean, Scotland, I think also the fact that uh, who knows after the Euros, but Steve Clark has he's taken Scotland to their first international tournament in decades. Yeah. 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 He's not going to leave now. Yeah. You've got your best crop of players for a, like a generation as well, really, or a couple of generations. Exactly. So um, not Steve Clark then. So he Not going Steve for? Clark. Uh, someone who has been touted. In this, I think could do a job as David Wagner. Mm. Wow. Do you think? He, do, do you think? He, are you going to put your money on? You know, obviously your fictional money because you're a good Catholic boy. But are you going to yeah. put your fictional money on David Wagner? Uh, I think David Wagner plays good football, and he could be tempted to come here. That's that's exciting because that's twenty five to one. You know, he's had he's had such a weird career as well, though. Because obviously, yeah, he like, has. He, he, his, his stock went up when he was like a. Uh, a B team coach in Germany and then did a great job at Huddersfield to start with, but then just couldn't get to grips yeah. with sort of building anything long-term in the Premier League. And then at Schalke, they were an absolute shit show, but they're proving that that's more than just the manager because they've changed managers a couple of times and they're still a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the pl- the dr- absolute dream for me would be Marco Rose from Borussia Mönchengladbach, but he's going to Dortmund. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think he would I said we should have got him years ago when he was at Salzburg. Yeah, but so you're you actually put, you would stake Wagner then? Uh, that's who I'd like, and I think he would be tempted. Okay, that's um, that's decent, man. That's an outsider outsider. That's of that. an outside bet. Um, because because the way they frame this as next permanent Celtic manager, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they go cheap and just give John Kennedy the job. Yeah, well, he got no money. <laughs> if he if he stops them from winning from Rangers winning the title at Celtic Park. I think that's enough emotional ties for them to give him the job next season. Fair enough, fair enough. There's also, uh, we haven't mentioned Eddie Howe. Which... Eddie, Eddie Howe, is he on this list? More like, right? 
Well, I, I think Selly <laughs> is, is would, People would consider Eddie Howe to be an incredibly impressive manager, but I don't... He's fine. Mm. But he, I think he definitely has a ceiling, which he mm. had at Bournemouth. Yeah. He's, he's won leagues, though. Um, obviously not the top yeah, yeah, sure, of league, but he, he's, he knows how to get a team to the title kind of thing. So um, I suppose he's got that going for him. But with the criteria like that, yeah, I suppose... I'd be a hypocrite if I said not Eddie Howe. And obviously we'd be lucky to have him. We're not yeah. lucky. We'd be glad to have him. But I don't know if that's money we have. I can't also, I can't imagine like Scott Brown playing ticky-tacker football like Eddie Howe. Yeah, well, Scott Brown's, Scott Brown's done, I think. Yeah, but it'd be interesting anyway. Well, Pat, I just want to say thank, thanks coming on, man. I really appreciate your input. Um, no, been... thank you for having me. Uh, this has been a dream come true. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, dude. <laughs> Uh, thanks, thanks guys. Um, I look forward to listening to seeing uh, what you tell me to bet on. All right, mate. Well, gamble responsibly. That's our thanks, uh, guys. catchphrase. All right, mate. Cheers, Pat. Bye now. All right. Uh, thanks, Pat. Come on. Uh, so we're going to get down to our birds for the week. Um, just going to run through quickly. Uh, as always, we have a safety, a long shot, and a speciality. Uh, mm-hmm. Lee. You let down last week your safety, but I'm going to pray this week you can do it. Uh, what's your safety bet? Well, last week my safety was 4.8 to 1, which isn't as safe as some of my previous ones. But I've gone similar again this week. I've gone 4.3 to 1 um, on a fourfold, uh, which is City to beat West Ham. Uh, yeah. Bolton to beat Barrow. Barrow, like, right down near the bottom of, uh, of League 2. Um, Forest Green to beat Colchester um, and Hartlepool to beat Barnet. Fair enough, man. Oh, yeah, I can see that coming through. The vegan team in there again as well. I like that. Yeah, um, Forest Green. How much did you put on? What's the odds on that one? I've got three quid on that, 4.3 yeah. to one. So it's like 12 pounds something, I think. Decent. Well, buy yourself a Domino's. Um, <laughs> I'm like, why am I being so half, mean today? Half a Domino's probably for that. Okay. I, 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 I'd like to apologise to you, Lee. I work on the wrong side of the bed. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I've gone my safety. I've just gone for a straight fourfold. Um, I've gone basically for a bit of a international, a bit of European mm-hmm. flair. I've gone for a fourfold. I've gone for Juve, Juve to beat Verona. Um, away, I've gone for Inter Milan to beat Genoa at home. Uh, Britsia Dortmund to beat, uh, bear with me a second, Armenia Bielefeld. Bielefeld. Uh, Bielefeld, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've, they're definitely going to win because I can't pronounce the other team's name. But I'm basing it on that. And I've gone for Lille to beat Strasbourg uh, at home. So that's a I put a, I put a tenner on that, mate, and that will come back at forty five. Oh, you can sweeten it. It's your payday, can't you? Yes, you can. Thank you, government. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gone for a tenner on that. It's forty five quid. I'm very happy with that. I can see it coming in. Fair enough. Uh, any any complaints? Um, I mean, Juve should win. Yeah. But Verona are actually doing all right this season. They're sort of an upper mid-table team. And yeah, Juventus yeah. are quite sort of sketchy at the moment. Like They'll do really well and then they'll flop kind of thing. And also, I think they've got their eyes on um, Porto in the Champions League. They need to try and sort of throw everything they've got at that. So 
I think they might take their off the ball this weekend, but we'll see. They should they should still win, really. Should, but yeah, you're right. There's a bit of an iffy on that, which is why it's eight over fifteen, maybe over maybe yeah. a bit less than it should be. So fair enough. Uh, decent analysis there. Um, what have you got for your long shots? Uh, I have a fifteen fold. Um, oh, okay. Got these it. are just all outright winners. So um, I've gone Brentford to beat Stoke. Yeah. Swansea to beat Bristol City, Peterborough to beat Wigan, Newport to beat Stevenage, Wrexham to beat Worldstone. I also have Dortmund to beat Bielefeld. Um, I've got Bayern to beat Cologne. I've got PSG to beat Dijon. Um, Galatasaray to beat Erzurum. <laughs> uh, Zenit St. Petersburg to beat Rostov. Rapid Vienna to beat SV Ried. Uh, Pilsen to beat Brno in the Czech League. Um, and then on the Sunday, I've got Liverpool to beat Sheffield United, Norwich to beat Wickham, and Lille to beat Strasbourg. Yeah. And what are you looking at? Uh, it's 299.19 to 1. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> so I've got three quid on that as well. We'll see what happens there. Very tasty, man. Oh, I hope it comes in for you. <laughs> Come back with a couple of grand. I like it. Uh, sweet. I have got. Your maths is terrible. <laughs> Uh, what? No, oh no, it would need to be four hundred to one. No, three hundred to one for a couple of grand. Yeah, well, well it's almost it's almost it's almost three hundred to one. And I've got three quid on it, so it's going to be like nine hundred quid, roughly. Yeah, a couple of grand, like I said, uh... <laughs> rounding up, up a grand, nearly. All right, fair enough, mate. Um, it's a couple of grand, depending on how much you put on it. Uh, right, uh, I've I've gone for as always. I'm just going to do this end of season now. I think at least for one of my bets. I'd whole Premier it. League? Yes. Not no, not the whole, but just the weekend. Just a Saturday and Sunday. So I've gone for um, Man City to beat West Ham. West Ham are coming back from that win against Tottenham. But I do see City doing it against them. Uh, I've gone for Brighton to beat West Brom away. Again, that could be a draw, could be West Brom, but I just feel Brighton have got the edge. It looked pretty decent last game, uh, even though they did lose. Uh, Wolves to beat Newcastle. Uh, I've gone for Leicester to beat Arsenal. I just think Leicester have just got the edge. Uh, I think Madison's injured, but Harvey Barnes is on form. Uh, Vardy's on form. He's back and running. So they did just lose in the midweek, but <laughs> that, that means that typical Leicester will win next game. They rotated um, a little bit, like Barnes was on the bench and stuff. Yeah. So I think they're pri- they're prioritizing the league. They did, yeah. They had a few. They didn't have uh, Pierre Pereira playing as well, so he's obviously one of their best players. So yeah, um, <laughs> Tottenham to beat Burnley. I mean, Mourinho has been terrible, but I can just see desperation and them getting a win on that one. Uh, Liverpool to beat Sheffield goes without saying, really. I've gone for Chelsea to beat Man United. I just think Tuchel's going to do it. It's going to be a, a game of the managers with this one, and I think tactically he is going to do it, but that could be controversial. Uh, Leeds to beat Aston Villa. They were about Grealish. That's my uh, sort of very on that. Fair enough. And a draw between Palace and Fulham, just because why not? Uh, so I've gone, <laughs> I've gone for a fiver for that, and that will turn back £3,500. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Um, let's go. <laughs> we're going to go to the special now. So uh, what's your special bet of the week? Um, I have not gone for goal scorers this week. Um, mixing it up. I've gone for a treble 
um, of unders and overs on uh, total goals in the games. So I've gone West Brom Brighton under 2.5. Okay. Uh, I've gone Newcastle Wolves over 1.5 and Brentford Stoke over 1.5. Nice. I like it. Well, so I, I could see West Brom Brighton being like a 1 0 to either team or a 1 all. Mm. Um, so under 2.5, I think, should come in there. Newcastle Wolves, I just think Wolves are quite an attacking team. Newcastle have got a couple of good attacking players, but nothing at the back. Mm. So it should be goals there. And Brentford Stoke, like Brentford and are just like full of firepower in that league. They, their games are generally quite high scoring. So, Fair yeah, enough. that trebles 2.18 to one. That's good, man. I like that a lot. That's very analyzed, very Lee Hudson about that one. I like yeah. it. Got, four, um, got a whole four pounds on that as well. Wow. You do believe in it, then. <laughs> this is a pound more than you ever bet. So, well, uh, I, I, I put a tenner in my account, so I had to choose which ones am I going <laughs> to put three quid on, which ones am I going to put four quid on. That's like, I love it. That's perfect. Uh, great, man. Uh, I am really excited about uh, Chelsea Man United. Um, so I've, mm-hmm. I've, for my special, I've gone for uh, like a bet builder um, yeah. for this game. So I've gone for um, the score to be 2-1, Chelsea to win, and Mason Mount to score at any time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've gone, that's 22-1. to one. I've gone, I've whacked a fiver on it. To sit, and, sit and enjoy the game with on uh, on Sunday, and I can see that happening. He's a penalty taker now, apparently, is Mason Mount after last time. And I can see Mount giving away a penalty, him getting a goal, or just a long shot special uh, Mason Mount style. style. So, yeah, see that coming in. That's 115 squid if it comes in, so that'd be nice. Not bad. Um, yeah, what, what game are you looking forward to this weekend then? What's your. Um, I'm actually. Looking abroad this week um, in Holland uh, on Sunday, I think it is. It's um, Ajax PSV. Ah, um, brilliant. Or should I say P- PSV Ajax and PSV are at home? But um, it's the top two teams in the Eredivisie, and Ajax are currently six points ahead. So PSV need to win, really. Yeah. Because um, Ajax got game in hand as well. So Ajax are on 56, PSV are on 50. So if PSV can win, they're still in the race. But if Ajax win, I think it's probably a done deal. So um, I think that one's going to be quite interesting, be quite fiery. There's a fair bit of hate there. And the third and fourth place teams are playing each other as well. AZ and Feyenoord are both playing each other too, which is, um, yeah, big weekend in Holland. Big weekend in Holland and not just in Amsterdam smoking weed. Awesome, what we're talking about. (laughs) All right, uh, brilliant. Um, (laughs) As always, we will be back next week with more betting tips. You can follow us on Instagram at Talking Slip. If we have any midweek predictions, we'll whack them from there. As always, share your bets with us as well. Tag us. Tag us, yeah. Send us some DMs. Tag us if you have any suggestions or just want to call us an idiot or call me an idiot for not pronouncing the team names right. I really appreciate that. Um, But as always, uh, gamble responsibly. Yeah. Bye.